developed by Respawn Entertainment and published by Electronic Arts, Star Wars Jedi Survivor released on April 28, 2023 on PC, Xbox Series consoles, and PS5. It is a sequel to 2019's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Like its predecessor, it's an action game with Metroidvania and Souls-like influences. While Jedi Survivor does include a quick summary of the events of Fallen Order at the beginning, to get the full effect and to know the history between these characters, it's recommended that you have played the first game. Jedi Survivor takes place about five years after the events of the first game. You again play as Cal Kestis, a Jedi Knight on the run from the Empire after Order 66. Cal, having parted ways with Seer Junda, Grease Detritus, and Mirren from the first game, is spending every waking minute fighting for the Rebellion. Joined by his trusty droid BD and a new ally, Bodakuna, a jetpack-using, blaster-wielding mercenary, Cal is completing dangerous missions for the rebel insurgent Saw Gerrera. After a mission on Coruscant goes horribly wrong, Cal decides to fly to the remote planet of Kobo to seek Grease's help in repairing his ship, the Stinger Mantis. The rest of the game follows a treasure hunt of sorts as Cal gets his old team back together in search of sanctuary from the ever-present danger of the Empire. While Fallen Order was Respawn's first foray into a third-person action game, Jedi Survivor showcases a studio in their element. Lightsaber gameplay has been improved to be more fluid and to give the player more options in their approach. The basics of combat remain the same. You can light attack, heavy attack, block, or dodge. If an enemy has their guard up, you must first attack them enough to deplete their block meter to be able to whittle away at their health bar. However, if you catch them by surprise, you can directly damage their health bar. It works the same way for Cal, and blocking blaster fire or physical attacks with his lightsaber will consume his own block meter. If this depletes completely, Cal will be open to an attack. Luckily, BD has a pool of stims that can refill Cal's health bar. Cal can also use his force meter to unleash powerful force attacks such as push, pull, slam, and even a newly added Jedi mind trick which will confuse enemies to fight for you for a short time. Successful attacks and parries refill your force meter. With enough damage, your special meter also fills, allowing you to slow down enemies for a short time to survey the battlefield and move to the most advantageous position. You can refill health and stims at meditation points, but this also respawns any enemies that you have defeated. If Cal does die, he loses all XP since his last level up at the location he died. Fighting your way back to the spot that you died and attacking the enemy that killed you will restore your XP and refill both health and force meters. Jedi Survivor is a bit more forgiving than the Souls-like games it has been inspired by, but does provide a challenge at higher difficulty levels. I played on Jedi Master, which increased enemy aggression, incoming damage, and lowered the parry timing window. I found this to be a good balance between challenge and frustration. This time around, Cal has the option of five distinct lightsaber stances. Single Blade is the tried and true stance, well balanced in terms of reach, damage, and quickness. Double Blade allows for quicker attacks at the cost of some damage, but works great for crowd control. Dual Wielding is the fastest of the stances and is the only one where you can cancel an attack animation with a block. It may be the weakest in terms of damage, but the benefit of not having to commit to an attack animation can do wonders in the hands of a skilled player. The Blaster Stance has Cal wielding both a lightsaber and a blaster. It provides the most reach, as Cal is fencing with the saber and can pick off enemies from a distance with the blaster. 
The final stance is the cross guard and has Cal using a Kylo Ren inspired lightsaber. Although this stance is by far the slowest, it does the most damage, well suited for the more methodical players. Each stance has its own skill tree that unlocks different attacks and upgrades. Cal can equip any two stances at a time and can switch between them freely. You won't get enough skill points to maximize all of the stance trees in a single playthrough, so it's best to pick the two favorite and invest in those. Personally, I was drawn to the dual wield and the cross guard stances. I found the quickness of the dual wield and the high damage of the cross guard to provide a good balance for any situation. Almost all the force powers from the first game return in Jedi Survivor. Respawn avoids the old cliche of a protagonist losing all of their powers at the start of the sequel just to build them back up over the course of the game. Instead, Cal feels like a powerful Jedi from the start and adds new force powers to his repertoire over the course of the story. XP is earned from defeating enemies and scanning items with BD-1, which results in a skill point every time Cal levels up. These can be used on skill trees for survival or force powers, in addition to the lightsaber stances. It's a relatively simple system, but allows for a great deal of specialization from the player to suit their particular playstyle. Kobo is the largest location in Jedi Survivor, and acts as a central base for Cal. He is able to recruit NPCs to Grease's saloon who provide side missions and sell him various cosmetics and upgrades. Kobo feels a lot like the Old West, a small town surrounded by the wilderness with prospectors trying to start a new life away from the tyranny of the Empire. It even has a group of outlaws known as the Bedlam Raiders. Think a gang of desperados, but with clone-era droids. These raiders are searching for something on Kobo and make the lives of the townsfolk hell until Sheriff Cal arrives. Apart from Kobo, the story of Jedi Survivor takes Cal to various locations. You'll explore the aforementioned neon lights and city architecture of Coruscant, the ancient Jedi ruins on the desert planet of Jeddah, and the High Republic research facility on the shattered moon of Kobo. There are other locations, but I won't spoil them here. The other locations are not quite as sizable as Kobo, but do provide a decent amount of exploration and side content to keep you busy. These include bounty hunter fights, legendary animals, Jedi temples with environmental puzzles, and collectibles for you to find. Cal's ability to sense force echoes, think audio logs embedded within the force, also allows for a respawn to provide interesting backstory and lore to the player. Whether it's a cosmetic to customize Cal's appearance, or an extra skill point, the developers reward venturing off the beaten path. The musical score in Jedi Survivor gets the job done, but isn't the most memorable. Sure, the music swells up in story moments and cutscenes to complement what's just occurred, but I didn't notice it while exploring the open world. It's not bad, but in an IP like Star Wars, where the music is so well known, it doesn't set itself apart. Sound design, on the other hand, is very well done. Lightsabers and blasters sound great, and force powers have distortion sounds that add an extra oomph. Enemies, droids in particular, have comical dialogue and I found myself waiting to hear random conversations before jumping into battle. It's nice to see the developers having fun when writing this dialogue. Performances are well acted throughout, especially Cameron Moynihan who plays Cal as a more experienced and battle-hardened Jedi. In Fallen Order, the characters around Cal did most of the heavy lifting, but Jedi Survivor is carried squarely on Moynihan's shoulders. This is partly due to the less screen time the side characters get. While I did enjoy the moments with Cal, I wish we would have gotten more time with Marin. 
even a bit more time fleshing out antagonists Dagangera and Ravis would have gone a long way in rounding out the themes of the story Respawn wanted to tell. Graphically, Jedi Survivor looks great. Materials and texture are high quality and the environments are detailed. Lighting feels real-world accurate and character models are realistic. In terms of art design, Respawn nails the feel of Star Wars. Each character feels at home in this universe and the classic 70s sci-fi aesthetic shines through in the world design. Clearly a lot of time went into building these worlds and that's why it's such a shame that Jedi Survivor performs as poorly as it does. I played the game on Xbox Series X and it struggled to maintain anywhere near a stable 60fps on performance mode. The game usually hovered between 40 and 60 FPS with frequent dips during combat. Furthermore, the lower resolution on the performance mode resulted in a muddier picture with frequent ghosting as a result of the dynamic upscaling. The game did play at a stable 30 FPS on quality mode, but the combat doesn't feel as smooth at these lower frame rates. If you're a stickler for performance and quality, I recommend waiting on a few more patches before diving into Jedi Survivor. If framerate does not matter to you, it's best to play this game at the quality mode. I'm conflicted about Jedi Survivor's main story. While it has moments that I found to be absolutely phenomenal, the plot did feel a bit disjointed. I found certain character motivations to be flimsy, something that might have been remedied with more time spent with the antagonists. With Jedi Fallen Order, Respawn proved that they could tell a competent story in this universe. A story about dealing with loss and the guilt felt from failure in different ways. With Jedi Survivor, I had hoped Respawn would take more risks with Cal's journey. They seem to fiddle with this idea, but ultimately end up playing it safe. Don't get me wrong, the story isn't bad, but with improvements in the gameplay across the board, I was expecting a bit more in terms of storytelling. The writing in Jedi Survivor is the only aspect I feel Respawn took a step backwards on when compared to its predecessor. Overall, Jedi Survivor is a great addition to the franchise. Respawn hasn't fixed what wasn't broken, but instead built upon the already solid foundation into what is the best lightsaber combat in a game to date. The blend of combat, environmental puzzles, and platforming are an absolute blast to play, even with the performance issues. The story doesn't do anything to break the mold but keeps the player engaged for the roughly 18 hour campaign. Side activities and collectibles are available to squeeze even more playtime out of the experience. Customization options and player choice and skill trees not only make you feel like a powerful Jedi, but one that you have tailored to your playstyle. Respawn Entertainment is a new hope for this franchise. They just have to take their time instead of forcing it. I give Jedi Survivor an 8.8 .8 out of 10. For more discussion and information on Star Wars Jedi Survivor and other games, tune into the Untitled Gaming Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are found.